Welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast. We're here to grow in faith, connect in community, and serve the world. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Grace, peace, and joy be unto you from God the Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. There was a very insightful article published in the Atlantic Monthly this summer entitled, The Misunderstood Reason Millions of Americans Stopped Going to Church. It begins with findings from a formal study that certainly reflected the abuse and corruption in churches as part of the reason that people have left churches. But in reality, this was actually a relatively small percentage of those that have left. The article cites a new book based on this study entitled The Great Dechurching that points out that the far greater number of people leaving have had much more to do with the erosive shifts in American culture and communities. It says the book suggests that the defining problem driving most people who leave is just how American life works in the 21st century. Contemporary America simply isn't set up to promote mutuality, care, or common life. Rather, it is designed to maximize individual accomplishment as defined by professional and financial success. Such a system leaves precious little time or energy for forms of community that don't contribute to one's own professional life or, as one ages, the professional prospects of one's children. Workism reigns in America, it says, and because of it, Community in America, religious community included, is a math problem that doesn't add up. And then the article goes on to not just pile on the ills of American culture, it comes back to what's currently missing in our church cultures to draw us back together in community. It says the tragedy of American churches is that they have been so caught up in this same world that we now find they have nothing to offer these suffering people They can't be more easily found somewhere else. American churches have too often been content to function as a kind of vaguely spiritual NGO, an organization of detached individuals who meet together for religious services that inspire them, provide practical life advice, or offer positive emotional experiences. Too often it has not been a community that through its preaching and living bears witness to another way to live. He says the theologian Stanley Hauerwas captured the problem well when he said that pastoral care has become obsessed with the personal wounds of people in advanced industrial societies who have discovered that their lives lack meaning. The difficulty is that many of the wounds and aches provoked by our current order aren't of a sort that can be managed or life-hacked away. They are resolved only by changing one's life, by becoming a radically different sort of person belonging to a radically different sort of community. (coughs) Excuse me. All of this analysis brings me to why our two converging weeks for this week, themes for this week are so important. We are continuing our sermon series on generosity with this week's theme, Generosity Transforms. We're also celebrating this weekend the National Faith in Blue weekend. 
We've invited Loveland police officers and their families along with officers from other jurisdictions that live here in Loveland to join with us in worship at 1030 and to offer them a blessing. We want to thank them, pray for them, and possibly more importantly, commit ourselves to work in partnership with them as fellow members of the same community. The article I just cited starts with an analysis of our culture and communities that are becoming more isolated and fractured. We know that people are more lonely and anxious than ever before. And all of this leads to a culture where our police officers are on the front lines of cultural breakdowns that none of us are prepared to manage. This leads to inescapable pressures and dangers that officers face every day. And under all of these pressures, we see breakdowns in policing, just as we are witnessing breakdowns in our society. And we are quick to point our fingers and blame the police for further fracturing our communities. We see this in other aspects of public life as well, blaming teachers for problems with our children, blaming politicians for the problems with our government. The list goes on and on. It's far easier to blame the ills of our society on institutions than it is to own our own fractured, isolated lives ourselves. Yes, we need policing reforms. Yes, we need educational reforms. Yes, we need government reforms. But I don't think we are capable of any of these reforms without first reforming our communities. Community policing can really only be fully successful when we are all together committed to building healthier, safer, more vibrant communities. Which brings us back to our theme for today, generosity transforms. Blaming and scapegoating are instruments of both isolation and scarcity. But they are incongruent with generosity. Living a generous life inevitably leads to the building up of community as we focus on the abundance that is found in sharing love and grace with each other. Look no further than our gospel lesson for today. Luke tells us that Zacchaeus was a very small person, but more importantly, he was living a small life. It looked like the big life from a worldly perspective of wealth and success but from the kingdom standards, it was very small. He lived an isolated life, despised by his community because he was hoarding his wealth and hurting others instead of building them up. But this, of course, is not the end of the story. Transformation comes, and how does it happen? It happens when Jesus pushes through the isolation. And Zacchaeus, the wee little man, experiences transformation in his life in that moment. I imagine it a bit like the Grinch at Christmas. And what happened then? Well, in Jericho, they say, Zacchaeus' heart grew three times that day. And then the true meaning of Jesus came through. Zacchaeus found the strength of ten Zacchaeuses plus two. Jesus rebuilds community with Zacchaeus. And proclaims to the wider community that Zacchaeus is restored to all of them through the transformational power of generosity active in love. 
This kind of rebuilding of community is certainly possible, and it happens every day. One of the ways we see it is in the selfless, generous action of police officers and other first responders in our communities as they put their lives on the line for the sake of others. I think of my friend Randall Lyons, who currently is a SWAT officer in the Columbus Police Department, but several years ago he was out on patrol and he went to a scene where a young girl had fallen through the ice on a community pond. Randall quickly jumped into the frigid waters to reach the girl, and he very nearly drowned himself trying to save that girl. It took the heroic effort of other first responders with the proper gear who arrived after him to get them out. But in that first moment, Randall didn't think twice. A generous act of loving service propelled him into the water, demonstrating the kind of selflessness that inspires us all and calls us all to take better care of each other. This is also the calling of the church, to call people into the transformational power of God's love found in our generous living for the sake of others. The church may be shrinking right now, but we believe in the power of resurrection, and I believe that God will continue to reform the church into the community-building power that God needs it to be in the world today. And it's not something we merely wait to see happen. I do hear stories every day of this kind of transformation happening here in this community. As members of Prince of Peace reach out and serve each other and serve others in our community, building relationships that make a difference for everyone. We are capable of rebuilding our society by building more connected, safer, supporting communities. And we can partner with groups like our law enforcement officers to make it happen. So let's live more generous lives. Let's live more connected lives. Let's invest our time and our energies and our resources into community incubators like Prince of Peace that bring us together and remind us that we were created for something more than isolated, self-consumed lives. We were created to be the body of Christ together relying on each other and realizing that we are always stronger and better together. Amen.